so thankful to have you guys joining us today, and I'm joined by two incredible people. We're going to be talking about how to understand your Bible more, and I'm so thankful to have Pastor Tony with us and Tamara, and uh, they are just an awesome uh, group of people. And today we're just going to be discussing more about the Word of God. So, uh, Pastor Tony, why don't you tell us, what is your favorite version of the Bible to read? Uh, well, I like the New Living Translation. I just think it's easier to read. I think it's easier to understand. You know, I know there's people out there that are King James only, oh, you yeah. know, or the old King James, um, or NIV, you know, 1984 or whatever. Not the good news. Yeah, well, you know, the good news is also good, but, you know, I, I'm, uh, man, I love the New Living Translation. I yeah. just think it's excellent, a good read. I do, too. I thought so. it was the New Latino Translation. That's why I really got into <laughs> no, it. No, no, bro, stop with that. It's, it's, the, new, it's the New Living Translation. That's right, but it I is. don't know, Tamara, what's your favorite? The same. She's laughing right now. It's like, it's I don't know. It's the same. You gave it to me. I know I gave what? it to you because I think it's great. It's a gift, right? You gave it to me when I first got here. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, I also like it because um, if I don't understand something, I can... Um, like research is like mm-hmm. got so many great features in it right. yeah. um, that helps you learn more about what you are reading mm-hmm. and um, like you can do so many things with that one book. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm yeah. I mean, and, and, and I think the version I gave you and the version I have too is a study Bible. So mm-hmm. it's yes. not just a, it's not just a new living translation Bible. It's a study Bible. So it has great notes at the bottom and, you know, before each chapter, mm-hmm. um, you know, just some real in-depth insight as to what you're about to read and whatnot. And that's what I really like about it, uh, because you get to understand what people are going through then, mm-hmm. you know, and then how you can relate it to now, which is important to me. So I think it's important for anybody to that's reading the Bible to have that understanding. So. Absolutely. And it's interesting because we never talked about what versions we like or anything <laughs> like that, but like... I would agree with them. I do love the NLT, uh, not because what I said earlier, but it is it is a great version. But I also like the NASB. I've really enjoyed the NASB, the, the New American Standard Bible. And then I've started kind of really like liking the English uh, Standard Version as well. I think those are three of my favorite things that I love. And just, you know, I mean, just the way it's written, because like when I grew up, when we used to do Bible studies in my house, it was it was the old King James, you know the old English, and so it was like, you know, it's all about the ye, the thou, and that's, this, and that's, and it was just really confusing for me, so it's like just amazing how many versions there are out there, and of course, you got to be careful, too, Um, you know, some of these versions can be really, you know, just distorted, but just, you know, the good content in terms of what these translations have, and the New Living Translation, the NASB, the ESV and so forth, I think are good too. And then when I was a teenager too, I kind of really got into uh, the message. It's kind of a paraphrased version of the Bible, but it doesn't take what the, you know, these versions that we're talking about to have a study and so forth on it. And I think those are really, really cool. Um, Whereas, where's the best place, would you say, for a new believer to start reading the Bible? And for me, when I think about that question, like, I think about like people that I've ministered to or I've helped grow in their faith. And for me, I've always like, my dad always taught me a Proverbs a day keeps the devil away. And so um, I, I encourage those that are new in their faith to start, like if, if they're like, where do I start? You know, I'm probably not going to send them to the, the chronological order of like who's this and that, because sometimes I can't even say their names. But uh, I think starting in the book of Proverbs is, is a good start for a new believer. And then um, I've also found sending them to one of the Gospels, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, just to learn about how Jesus was born, how he lived, how he died, uh, those types of things. And I think those are some some things that um, are great places for believers to start in and so forth. But Tamara, what about you? What what have you experienced? Maybe someone taught you as a new believer or, or maybe people that you brought to the Lord or 
that are new in their faith, and they've come to you, and they're like, I don't know where to start. What, where do you kind of gear them towards? Um, for me, I um, first started uh, by, um, well, I did it as like a Facebook online type mm-hmm. of thing, and um, we would go online, and um, uh, the lead pastor would read it to us, and we started in Genesis, and we worked our way through. We cool. would meet at the same time. Um, yeah, and that's how we did it. We just worked through, and that worked really good for me. Nice. Um, I enjoyed it a lot, and having people doing it with me um, helped me like to not like it, I kept momentum with it really good. Um, and so, yeah. So you just to tell a new believer, hey, here you go. You engaged with that group of people. Yeah, that's cool. And like that way I'm not doing it alone. Yeah. You know, and then I was able to ask questions. I love it. That's great. Yeah. So for me, I think, uh, I think a new believer, um, I, I, I take him right to the book of John. Mm. And the reason why I take him to the book of John is I think that, I think that's a, just the most um, inclusive gospel mm-hmm. there is. And that really gives the the footwork for who Jesus is, yes. right? And so I I just encourage a new believer. Hey, you know what? You start the book of John, mm-hmm. and, and here's why I want you to start here. And then once we get through that, or maybe about halfway through, you know, I'm communicating with them. Um, then I'll jump them into the book of Psalms or something. But I really think that in order for them as a new believer just to get the foundation of who Jesus is, mm-hmm. you know, this this. Uh, you know, what he's done for us, you know, I know they accepted him as the Lord and Savior, but really to get an understanding of what that was like Absolutely. in his life, um, I think uh, I think it's important for people to start in the book of John. Yeah, so. great, great book, too. And, uh, you know, I think it's so easy sometimes when we read the Bible that we can lose our momentum from what we're starting with, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, a chapter a day that we're reading or starting in the book of John or starting in Genesis and stuff like that. And I think everyone has a different style when it comes to their reading of the Word of God. You know, mm-hmm. some people are night owls, some people are morning, some people like they like to do it when they're at the gym or whatever it may be. But everyone has a different time when they like to read the Bible, and, and everyone looks at a different season and stuff like that. But how does your Bible reading time work for you? Like, Tamara, what would you say is the best time for you to read the Bible? You know, are you, you like doing it in the morning, you like doing it at night or stuff like that? And what works best for you? Um, for me, morning time is mm-hmm. best. Like as soon as I wake up, um, usually um, my husband and I will read together. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it just wakes me up, gets me started on my day. Good. Now, yeah. were you like that before kids or anything um, like that? Before kids... I could do it whenever, but now that there are kids, like it seems like whenever I pick up a book, it's like a kid magnet. Right. It's like when they want to come, mommy, mommy, (laughs) I got a question. That's great. (laughs) And it's not about what you're reading. (laughs) It's something else. That's awesome. What about you, PT? Uh, So can I say both? I mean, (laughs) yeah, because there's there's times where I'm a night owl, you know, and like like last night I was up late and then I slept in until, you know, 630, which is super slept until 630. (laughs) However, um, no, I I think um, once once I get once I get once the Suzanne leaves with um, Nathan to go to school, that's my time. Mm -hmm. And I love that time. Um, I find it really difficult when they're home because Suzanne will also wake up many times and, mm-hmm. you know, um, but like for a alone time, that's what I look forward to. And so, um, yeah, I'll do it in the mornings mainly, yeah. uh, but there are times I'll do it at night. But I think the main thing is, is, um, just developing that habit of consistency of being yeah. in your word, you know, reading God's word and, um, finding the joy 
in that. Mm-hmm. And so, because there is joy, there is life to God's word. Um, and so, anyway, I would say morning and night for me, you know, of course, not sometimes on the, sometimes it's the same. I don't know. Same day I'll do morning and night. But <laughs> right. There's times I'll do night, there's times I'll do morning, but I just want to be consistent in my reading. Yeah. yeah. It's good. funny when I was like, before children in college growing up as a teenager and all that stuff and then being married as a young couple man i love doing it at night i was all about night and then of course when you have your first child your second your third and your fourth things begin to change you know like it is we do get up like at six and even when you can sleep in you you don't get you don't sleep in because you're getting up at six and so forth your clock's just working like that but i've noticed since having children and so forth it's morning for me yeah. It's really, it's weird. It just completely shifted. But I, I agree with what Pastor Tony said. It's that consistent time of figuring out what works best for you. Yeah. And, you know, we all have different styles of when we do things. It could be in the morning, it could be at night, it could be at noon. But it's just figuring out that right time and just hiding God's word in your heart that you may not sin against him. And uh, for me, it was, it was kind of, when I was younger in my faith, it was hard to read the Bible, you know, because mm-hmm. it was so, and maybe it's because of the version my parents used. I mean, we had a big, huge Catholic Bible on the, the table, and we would kind of... <laughs> Bro, I, I have my grandma's Catholic Bible. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> like, we, we had, it's a family Bible, right? I'm yeah. like, really? Did the family read out of this thing? I mean, it's huge, right? Like, size 50 font in it, you know? know? I mean, it's huge. Yeah, no, I don't think that's the, <laughs> yeah. that's the good Bible, but and, anyway. But, but it was one of those things that, for me, it was just hard to read and to understand, yeah. but like... You know, when you find a good study Bible that just kind of gives you a little bit of a brief background from the beginning of, of the, the text that you're going to read or the, or the book that you're going to read, it just brings things to life. And, and technology has come such a long way mm-hmm. from what we had back in our days growing up and stuff like that. And I think the joy is just finding what works best for you. You know, there's devotionals, there's um, reading plans. You know, we're even doing that as a church, you know, going through the Bible right. for a year. Yes. And I think the key is we just have to find that that niche in terms of that consistency, whether it's at morning or night or whatever time that works best for someone. It could be at 8 o'clock, you know, it just depends. But but um, I think it's it's one of those things that I appreciate. Is there anything else you guys want to say when it comes to the Word of God or something you appreciate about it or just something that it just really has been to you and to your life and stuff like that before we wrap up? I feel like it's the living word. Yeah. You know, I know it's talking about times past or whatever, but man, it just really talks about just how great our God is. Yes. You know, and, and it is, you know, I know we've heard the cliches and whatever, but it is his letter to us. It is his love letter mm-hmm. to us. And, uh, man, I just think that we need to find time, whether you're a new believer or you're going on 20 years as a believer or 70 years as a believer. Yeah. And God's word never gets old. Yeah. It never gets old. Heaven and, and so, earth heaven and earth pass away, but my words never fail. Right. And you know what's funny is I'll find something new. Yeah. In it. I'm like, man, I've never read that before. Mm-hmm. Maybe I read it, but I didn't it didn't click or hit. Yeah. You know, um, so anyway, yeah, God's word is so refreshing. And it's so applicable. You know, when I was younger in my faith, I was like I didn't get the Old Testament. I didn't understand certain things. But now, like, when you see where we're at in our culture today, it's like there's no difference between what the culture was like back then. And so it's like it just becomes alive and it becomes refreshing and relevant. I think that's the thing is a lot of times people think the Word of God is not relevant from what I'm dealing with today or what our culture's been. There's so many areas in in the Old Testament and the New Testament where there's such correlation and relation between where we're at in our world today and what they were at, you know, it's just, 
we, we have internet and all sorts of cool things like these mics, and they didn't have that back in those days. But I think when you look at what they, the Word of God just never fades and it never fails, and I think that's the beauty of it. So we want to encourage all of y'all to just find time, whether it's in the morning or at night, that version that works best for you, whether it's studying it, meditating on it, memorizing it, whatever it may be. But let's make this a year where we make the Word of God the central focus of our lives and our hearts. We love you. Have a great day, and we'll see you soon. 